to another week of the hideout. Come on in, sit down, hang out, pick up a phone. We're your friends. I'll have Fan J Dubs. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. The hideout's a safe haven, if you will, a place where we will go and discuss everything. Uh, we're talking a little politics, sex, uh, mo stuff, Olympics, um, stunts, and we have a short week this week. Because of Redskins Radio, the uh, the boys will be in St. Louis this Friday night, so keep that in mind as well as we go along. Um, first, you want to light up the phone lines, though. It is time for us to play Whose Weekend Was It? That is our weekend recap game in which we um, go over the stuff that we did over the weekend, and um, instead of just telling you about it, we actually let you participate and win a couple prizes. So, again, the phone number. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. And this is a very special Whose Weekend Was It? Because you can win the Girl Next Door DVD. More skin, more sex, more laughs, and the all-new unrated version of the Girl Next Door, packed with hours of steamy extras, and deleted scenes own it on DVD tomorrow. So it is available for you tomorrow. You can win it tonight. The great thing about this, Alicia Cuthbert, I happened to win a copy uh, earlier today. Me the too. Station. Me too. So I'm, I'm looking very forward to watching this. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Also, too, we still have some of the uh, Happy Days DVDs. Rock Around the Clock with Fonzie, Richie, Lenny, Squiggly. Is it Squiggy? It's Squiggy, right? Yeah. It's written Squiggly. Come on. <laughs> and the whole game. The uh, the complete first season now available for the first time on the three-disc DVD set. And Laverne and Shirley as well. Rock around the clock with Laverne and Shirley. At least try to change the copy. Uh, the, again, the uh, complete first season available now for the first time on a three-disc DVD set. So all of that is available for you. 866-277-4969. And as usual... The new rule in the hideout, ladies first. The new female-friendly hideout, if you will. I don't know. I know you don't like that, Dustin. I don't. I really don't. I think the, the bitches should wait in line just like the guys. I, as a uh, as a feminist, believe that women should have equal opportunity. And you're, you're in control of the phones. And even better. And here's the great thing, Dubs. While everybody, while we light up the phone lines to give away these prizes, we also have this to announce tonight. 
The video of dildo fencing is on RadioHideout.com. Thank God! Bad Monkey is p quite possibly the greatest movie maker slash um, web designer. <laughs> it is the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's it's funny to watch, but you have to listen as well because he puts some... I don't even want to ruin it for you. RadioHideout.com. Ruin it. No. Under right. the video section, you can see Pimp Juice and Sid Kata battle it out in the Mo Olympics dildo fencing. It hurt. It hurt. I was watching it upstairs, and I was laughing so hard. Mainly, he's got, like, dual action, like, like um, double video action. He's got nice. a whole thing going on. He's really, really good. So, uh, congratulations. I'm the master of the dildo. And it's Cicada, and you can see he even got the chin shots. That's all I'm going to say. The chin shots are there as well. Um, I don't know if it was good for radio, but it's great for the Internet. Also, too, reminding you, live broadcast coming up Friday, um, September 10th from 11 to 1 a.m. at Coyote Ugly Northwest D.C. It's on the Gallery Place, uh, Chinatown Metro. That information is also on RadioHideout.com. Getting very excited for that. We, uh, we, in fact, we have a meeting for that tomorrow. That yes, we'll we do. Um, last week, of course, we talked about the Mo Olympics. We got some more coming up tonight, including quite possibly mountain diking. We'll explain that a little bit later on. Um, there have been some attacks on the sex industry that I want to talk about, J-Dubs. Two laws uh, that have been introduced, including proposed condoms and pornography and no talking to strippers allowed. One seems awful. The other one doesn't seem so bad. We'll get into it a little bit more. And also, too, um, some other stuff, including teen sex. We're going to give you an update. Remember those billboards we talked about in Virginia? Mm -hmm. We'll get you caught up on how those are going. And also some studies out, too, that came out last week about parents not even knowing that their kids are having sex. And I wanted to propose the question in the hideout. Do you think your parents knew when you lost your virginity? I think they thought I did way before I did. And the other thing that I want to get into as well is, did you ever lie about losing your virginity? Oh, yeah. Saying that you had lost it or lying to your parents that you had. Save it. I know you okay. want to tell me now. I got a great story about lying. All right, we'll get into that one as well a little bit later on. And then Pat Buchanan has a new book that's out. Saw some of the excerpts on um, the Drudge Report. I'm not a big Pat Buchanan fan. But i got to say that I agree with some of the stuff he's written in this new book. So we'll have a little roundtable discussion, and we'll just play agree or disagree with some of the quotes from his book. But first, like I said, let's play... Whose weekend was it? 866-277-4969. Cicada, your last week in the hideout? And my last full week. i got a couple days next week. You're milking it, brother. Yeah, you I'm are. going for all it's worth. <laughs> you are milking it. All right, well, why are you hosting then? Uh, again, ladies first in the hideout. So, Ashley, you're on WJFK. How are you, sweetie? What's going on? All right, here we go. Let's play Whose Weekend Was It? Now, it's very simple, actually. If you hear this, you got the answer incorrect. If you hear this, you got the answer correct. All right, here we go. you got to get two out of three. And, Sidkata, let's play. Whose Weekend Was It? Over the weekend, this hideout member got laid. Oh, that'd be J-Dubs. Wow. Yes. All right, that's one. Congratulations, Dubs. Uh, oh, that was an easy guess, wasn't it, sweetheart? <laughs> that's right. Uh, you know the show at all. Actually, it probably is. Dubs, you feeling good about yourself? Oh, what? yeah. Uh, actually, I got to watch the porn while I did it as well. 
Did you really? Yeah. So it was, it was a good night. With it was porn. a good night in the dub show. Did you pretend like you were Porno Dan? No, I did not put a Porno Dan movie in. I don't. I can't. As much as I love Porno Dan, I can't imagine uh, doing the deed while listening to him talk. <laughs> I was muted. <laughs> But I still watch. Um, I am the greatest man alive. How did uh did you uh was it fulfilling for everybody? Oh, yeah, it was it was a fun time all around. What? No, not like that. Not all around the world. Oh, but say whoa, Dub's breaking some news here. No, are you saving that for marriage? Yeah. Nice. Look at yeah. you saving a little something. Oh, I'm saving until she can't run. All right. Here we go, Ashley. One more go around. Uh, whose weekend was it? Whose weekend was it? Over the weekend, this hideout member discovered the HBO series Oz. F.A. Dubs or Bateman, Ashley? Uh, F.A. Congratulations. You are a winner. You can pick what you want out of all the DVDs. And, in fact, that was me. Congratulations, and... man. Catching uh, Oz. How many years after it's been canceled? Now, too? I tell you this. Three? I am always late with all of the trends, believe it or not. I was a huge Nirvana fan in 97, <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. I was like, Kurt Cobain was the greatest thing ever for me in 1997. So when I'm on the bandwagon early, I like to, you know, give props to myself, and that's why I'll talk about stuff. Uh, like right now, for me, Anima, great, great CD from Tool. Um, and I'm not even kidding, because I'm really that late on everything. And I was looking for stuff to watch over the weekend, mm -hmm. And I was going through all my DVDs, and I was like, well, I haven't opened this Oz yet. Greatest show ever. I mean, it is an amazing... And it's right up your alley, Dubs. It's very mole. Yeah, I've got it. Do I've you? Got, I've uh, started collecting all the uh, seasons on DVD. Do you have one and two? No. That's what I'm waiting for is one and two. I, I got I to gotta go out and... Uh, they're actually right, so quite you, hard to find. Are you like me? Were you one season three from the station? Yeah, I won season three from the station, but I was a big fan of it before I won, won it. Oh, I was you're watching not it. collecting it. That's I'm going to collect it, but I went and looked. Did for... he not just say I'm collecting them? I'm I'm looking for season one and two. I don't know where to buy them at. I, everywhere I go, Best Buy and everything, they don't have them in right now. All right, if you want to get on our good side, even if you just want to let us borrow it, because you don't have to buy it for us, but if you want to borrow seasons one and two of Oz. Someone has it in house. Who? Miss McAllister. Oh, sweet. Yeah, she'll let us borrow it. I'll come over to her house and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Whose weekend was it? 866-277-4969. All right, so congratulations. Ashley, woman, called first, moved to the front of the line, was a winner. Let's go over to our buddy Raider Nation. You're in the hideout on JFK. What What's up, brother? You ready to play? Yep. Here we go. Over the weekend, this hideout member spent eight hours in one day playing football on PS2. F.A. Dubs or Bateman? Dubs. Yeah, that was actually an easy one. That was both of us. That was me and J-Dubs. J-Dubs, you were playing? Uh, Madden 2005. I didn't get to play all week last week. For some reason, I uh, didn't play video games at all last week. So I made up uh, for it on Sunday and uh, played eight games right in a row, eight hours of it. That's Rocked it. That's exactly what I did with NCAA 2005. It's now 2009 with Texas Tech. We've won three national championships. And I sat there watching Oz playing PS2 because I got two televisions in my living room. Maybe the greatest setup ever, The always the setup that I wanted because as a kid you grow up, you watch TV and you play the video games. You learn to multitask that way. I feel like I'm not accomplishing anything if I just sit there and watch television. I need to be playing video games at the same time as well and vice versa. So, uh, yes, Ritter Nation, you got one correct. Go ahead, Sid Kato, let's play. Whose weekend was it? 
Over the weekend, this hideout member ran over a rabbit. Cafe <laughs> Dubs or Bateman? On purpose? Ran over a rabbit. Oh, jeez. Bateman. People know this show way too well. Congratulations, Raider Nation. You're a winner in the hideout. Hold on, brother. And let's chat with uh Ass Wipe. <laughs> and by the way, everybody uh, still gets to play. we got plenty of opportunities for you. Mm-hmm. Hey, what happened? Um, I wasn't paying attention, and all of a sudden I saw this thing in the middle of the road, and I was like, oh, that's a rabbit. And then he just sort of stood there, and then I felt thump, thump. And then I saw him wiggling in the uh, the beer, beer mirror. You didn't stop? No. You didn't bury it? No. I was I was conflicted. I said, do I go back and run over him? Then? Or do I wear it as a hat? Misery or what? <laughs> do I skin it? On a side note, I'd like to say hello to Candy at Beers and Cutler. What is that? Hello, Candy. What is that? Nothing. Are you kicking shout-outs? Yes. Are you kicking shout-outs on the show? Chilling. And who is Candy? Apparently, he's some hot girl. He? Is that what you said? He just said he. He some No, you he said he. Some hot girl. I think, I think we all heard you say he. Whatever. Go back Tommy's and listen. Tommy's a virgin. Pull the tape. <laughs> Mo. <laughs> <laughs> he can't win. He's a hot chick. <laughs> Transvestite. <laughs> um... Here we go, Jason. Jason, you're in the hideout. Whose weekend was it? Let's play. Go ahead, Dubs, or uh, Sid Cata. Over the weekend, this hideout member played poker with Sid Cata and his friends. I'm going to say Hefe. How dare you? (laughs) How dare you act like I'm that much of a loser? Sure, I don't have that much of a life, but there's no way I'd get caught dead hanging out with Sid Cata, Chapin. Who's loser? Who was that? Which loser was that, said Kata? It was Bateman that was with him. Uh, of course it wasn't me. Come on. Hold on a second. While we're picking. While we're making fun. Bateman. What is this? So now um, you're kicking out shouts to transvestites and going and playing poker with said Kata? Candy's a very hot chick, apparently. <laughs> Whatever. Um, she she yeah, can't I, be if she listens to this show. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I went with Sid and actually Chapin to uh, Sid's friend's house which was like 80 miles away. That's the saddest thing. In the middle of nowhere. And then they tried to teach me to play poker, but I was so tired, I really didn't care. Did I hang up on him because he was boring? I think I did. All right, Jason, here we go. (laughs) Whose weekend was it? (laughs) Over the weekend, this hideout member trimmed his hair down there. (laughs) F.A. Dubs or Bateman? Dubs. I'm sorry, brother, you're a loser. That was me. And allow me to say this... Uneven. Why? I just got the trimmer, and then I oh. and then I started like doing here and there, and it's like real stubbly and like bare, like patchy. You want to see it? Mm. Yeah. You show. Yeah, some, I do. Show Cicada. No, I don't want to show. Show him. him. No. Show it. I right, only if you yell, show me your box. <laughs> show me your box. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna tuck it while you show it? No. <laughs> no. Why would I do that? Yeah, it's all. Why patchy. would I hide away? Hide away? Like, yes. <laughs> it's very patchy. Like well, yeah. now, why didn't she uh, take a straight razor over it then? And... No, that'd be mo. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be that'd be gay. And then showing it to someone? <laughs> yeah, showing it's fine, dude. But straight razors, not interested. Here we go. Jimmy, you actually uh, happened to luck out. Whose weekend was it? We've only got one question left, so you get a 50-50 chance of being a winner tonight. 
All right. And whose weekend was it? Let's go Sid Cato. Over the weekend, this hideout member went to Coyote Ugly. F.A. Dubs Bateman. F.A. And you're a loser as well. Then that's the end of the game. Whose weekend was it? That was really actually a very hard question because I went to Coyote Ugly this weekend and I never go out of the house. Dubs never, ever ventures out. And, in fact, you called me to say that you were going... I couldn't believe it. In fact, you said that like, for like a couple weekends in a row. Yeah. And I didn't believe well, it. Well, it wasn't even planned either. Uh, we were walking across the street to the bar uh, right across the street from us. Right. And I, it was such a nice night out. It was very, uh, very cool. Very, uh, just very walkable. I could walk around the city and not sweat. So I just turned to my girlfriend. I'm like, why don't we just go to Coyote Ugly tonight? Let's call a cab. Yeah? And uh, we're, we're actually walking in the door of the other bar when I said this, so we... Walked out of the bar, uh, called the, called the cab, and went right down there. How much was the cab? It, well, we just took it to the metro for my place. They did, they didn't mind doing that shorter ride. No. How much was that? Uh, it was uh, five or six bucks. That's not bad. No. Not at all. To avoid the drinking and driving. Now, how did you get back? Did you have to call a cab? Well, there, there's a the bunch. There's a bunch of cabs waiting at the metro. Oh. So, and I just uh, we got right off the metro and got, jumped on a cab and went home. That's not bad at all. No, man. and uh, Coyote Ugly. It's going to be fun. All right, so we're doing the live broadcast September 10th. It's a Friday night. we got a meeting about it tomorrow, and then we'll give you all the other important information and details. Your your impressions of Coyote Ugly? It was very uh, very interactive. Well, of course. That's what it was in the movie. Yeah. Uh, well, I never saw the movie until I came home, and I watched the movie when I came home. Was it just like the movie? A lot like it, but... John Goodman in it? No, I wish. Mm. In the movie, yes, not in uh, the DC bar. Yeah, uh, but there's girls dancing on the uh, bar, of course. And what they did, they just uh, took the random girls that were in the crowd and had them dancing on the bar as well. So it was very, you know, if you bring a chick there, expect her to jump on the bar or something. And I've heard that they're very female friendly there at Coyote yes, Lake. Very. Like, they almost encourage women because weren't there bachelorette parties or something? Yeah, there, there were there were two separate bachelorette parties going on. And uh, I say the guy, the girls were outnumbering the guys at the place, and you wouldn't think that at Coyote Ugly. Okay, place. I'm praying and I'm hoping uh, for the Hideout Live broadcast because normally it's just a sausage fest for the Hideout. You know what? That place is going to draw enough girls on its own yes. that all of our guys that come out there will have no problem, uh, at least attempting to pick up a chick. And we last Friday taught you how to date out of your league. You should have no issues then coming up on September 10th. With the Hideout Live broadcast, Budweiser Redskins party. Now, Bateman says he could have given you a ride and $20 if you were interested. Why? Remember? Oh, yeah. When he picked up the hitchhiker. I'm going to hit him up for that next time. Yeah. He offered. Gave him moral and 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, that didn't happen? 866-277-496. I don't know why I'm picking on him. You know why? Because he seems like he's down today. He's one of the... He's, really? He's some, he seemed fine all day. He hadn't talked to me all day today, and he seems like he's been very non-responsive. And so he's like that wounded rabbit that he ran over. Well, I had him working. On, I had him working on stuff till about three thirty in the morning. So. Oh, did you really? I didn't. I well, I never asked him to. Uh, I guess he had to do some stuff that uh, the interns couldn't do, hmm. and he ended up doing till like three thirty in the morning. So I'm sure he's tired. Now speaking of Coyote Ugly, um, Magdalena was like, "Woo woo!" I uh, trimmed down there. That's, Ooh, that sounds fun. That's right, baby. You play your cards right. I may uh, beg you to see it. Something like that. Yeah. You and me. Coyote Ugly Bathroom. 
and all the bathrooms, at least on the bottom level where I was, were uh, unisex, you know, just... Uh, Unisex? Unisex. I, was it like, did they have doors, or was it like um, Ally McBeal? Actually, they were uh, just singles. Oh, wow. But me and my girlfriend went in there a few times and just... Is that you, where you got laid? No. No, I wish. Really? Can you dunk people's heads in them? Oh, easy. Then Cicada, you're going to be there. I'm willing to do any stunt, you know. I know. I want the Cicada stink pit out of Coyote Ugly. We had to discuss it in the meeting tomorrow on whether or not we can do it. What's the dress code of Coyote Ugly? I I was worried that I couldn't wear a hat in there or something, but I had no problems. They, uh, I walked in there, people were wearing backwards hats and everything, so I put my hat back on. But, like, is there a no shirt, no shoes rule is what I'm wondering. <laughs> it For was, you, no. Yeah. No, you will make special arrangements, all right? This shouldn't be a problem. All right, so Coyote Ugly, September 10th, live broadcast. The hideout actually broadcasting live. Redskins Friday night party with Budweiser. And uh, since I've gone out there this past weekend, I can attest to it being a great atmosphere. Everybody will have a great time with or without us. So head on out anyway. Yeah, I think I'm going to go this Saturday night, actually. By the way, in case you didn't hear the news at the top of the show, the video of the dildo fencing with Cicada and Pimp Juice is on RadioHideout.com. And you know what some of you guys need to do? You need to start sharing the website with some of your buddies and just sending the links. Yeah, because, because there's a lot of funny stuff out there. Even people haven't heard the show yet, they'll if, enjoy yeah, it, and maybe they'll pick up on it. Yeah, even if even if it's not for that, it's just funny. Like, this is... It actually looks like some of the stuff that you would see on, like, um, News Filter... Or uh, consumption junction. Oh, just when I saw a news filter today, I I only go through it like once a week. Right. And uh, like just the videos, I go through once a week because then I'm not watching stuff three or four times over and over again. I think it's called like ass bag or something. I can't remember the full title of it. It's kind of a long title. Look for it. Mm -hmm. It's like this this guy standing outside of a bar trying to get these people to ride a skateboard. And right when they step on the skateboard, he kicks it out from underneath them, and they go tumbling down. And for some reason, he picks up the skateboard, tosses out this girl's car. She gets pissed. You know, it's a $45,000 car, yelling at him. And then he tosses it some guy's car. The guy gets pissed, like starts, you know, getting in his face. He grabs the skateboard, bashes it over his head. The guy drops down. He keeps on hitting him right over the face with it. It is one of the funniest things I've ever watched. Okay, it's basically it's assault and battery. Yeah, and then and then the guy's like getting back up, so he just gets on his, uh, on his skateboard and rides away. <laughs> All right, so Kate, I think we have your stunt. Yeah. For uh, the live broadcast. Hey, let's take a break and we'll come back. Let's talk about this virginity here, because I'm looking at Cicada, and that's all I can think is just virgins and losers. And the teen sex, and the parents have no idea. And I really want to hear about your story of lying about virginity. So we'll get into that as well. It involves props. Does it really? Yeah. All right, look at you. You know how to tease, you son of a bitch. Quick break, and we'll come back. It's a new week in the hideout. Of course, we pay for the phone call so you can call us, 866-277-4969. If you want to get involved with the conversation, we may even give away some more of those prizes as well. Uh, we'll be right back. It's the hideout with LF and J-Dubs 106.7. WJFK. The Hideouts with Elvis and J-Dubs. You know, I think I've turned a corner. Yeah? I beat the ass of kids today. But it's for a purpose. It made me feel good about myself. It was like I did something constructive in my life or something. Like I accomplished something. You need many years of therapy. Many, many, many years of therapy. Yeah. The Hideouts. Radio 
HighDope.com. You're listening to The Hideout with the lad. The Hideout. People think it's all about misery and desperation and death and all that, which is not to be ignored. But what they forget is the pleasure of it. The Hideout. Hideout. Featuring LFA and J-Dubs. The lad. 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Again, want to congratulate the winners during Whose Weekend Was It? Winning the Girl Next Door DVD, more skin, more sex, and more laughs, and the all-new unrated version of The Girl Next Door, packed with hours of steamy extras and deleted scenes. Own it on DVD tomorrow with Alicia Cuthbert. Now, I think I say it is Alicia, isn't it? Or I is believe it, so. Um, or Aliza. I think it's Alicia, though. Yeah, Aliza is a douche Yeah, that's correct. Um, um, and I, both of us have won a copy from the radio station, which we will be uh, checking out. I, ho- I hope tomorrow, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll watch it. Whenever both of us watch it, we'll both give our little reviews on it. I'm excited, though. Yeah. It's a teen movie. Yeah. So I'm going to dig it, you know? And I love the unrated versions. Right. Dave, you're in the hideout on JFK. J-Dubs, LF, how's it going? Ah, uh, is this, uh... Is... It's your train spotting boy. Oh, you the one that was just in the little liner? I was there before, and uh, I was spending a lot of time away working, but I'm back... Now hold on a second. Now we had a couple. We have a couple of Scottish guys who call in. Are you the one with the fake leg? Yes, I am. Yes. Now we had another Scottish guy that called in, and I asked him that question. He's like, "No, what are you talking about?" So you're the cat with the fake leg. When are you going to come I in here? I am the man. Well, uh, I was out of time for a while, boys, but I'm going to come in because I've got to do it because I might be having to move to Florida for work. Are you drunk right now? Not at all. No. Okay. I, who cares? No, I'm just, I'm just wondering. <laughs> you should be drunk and listening to the high. I, w- I would love to be, but it's, I do have to travel tomorrow, too. It's a lot funnier. All right, well, hold on. I'm going to set up an appointment. I want to meet you, and we want to uh, we want to play baseball with your fake leg. Is that cool? Hey, listen. Whoop you, the ball. You, of course. You can uh, hold, uh, hold the foot and uh, definitely hit the ball with the end where my leg fits in, and you can blast home runs like there's no tomorrow. Uh, How about we do this? We play wiffle ball with his fake leg. Loser has to do a stink pit in the the little dugout portion. Dubs, you want to do that? We'll do a wiffle ball championship? And if you put beer in the place where my leg goes, that will, that's... So and, that, and that is a losing thing. And then we do I, shots out of it. Right, hold on, i got to book you. Bateman's going to book you. Bateman, is, he is welcome anytime we will bump any guests for him. Is it, it's very, 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 very hard to gross me out. And you just did it. Really? Yeah. What, with the stink pit, with the uh, the open portion of the fake there, leg? There's nothing that's more disgusting than a nub. No, no, that, there is more disgusting, believe me. For an amputee, there's more disgusting than that. <laughs> All right, Dave, hold on. Hold on. Okay, you got it. I'm sure it smells beautiful. And so that you better try hard with the wolf ball. No, I'm going to knock it out of the park. I got something to play for. We'll play out back here, man. This is going to be great. I'm like the September 11th uh, Yankees. What does that mean? You haven't heard the commercials on HBO? They're having a whole thing about how the Yankees helped out after September 11th, uh, winning the championship and everything. It brought the city together. Oh, wow. I didn't that's, what, that's what this leg's going to do for me. It's going to bring me. <laughs> I'm going to rise above it. 
I uh, I don't listen to the commercials. I'll be perfectly honest. You need to get HBO so you can see the commercials. I really do. Oh, I actually uh, snuck one of those copies of the Ali G Show season one. I have me to, too. I happen to win that. For we we, as well. we won the two of the same prizes today. <laughs> We're winners today for just working. At WJFK. Hey, a couple of quick emails to go through. Uh, it's JFK Hideout at AOL.com. JFK Hideout at AOL.com using the AOL for broadband. Um, this one, um, J Dubs rules El Jefe is a gay and a mo. 5,000 bitches. 5,000. And Jefe can suck my. Um, it may be blank, but it moves fast. P.S. Um, Duds rules, same cicada. 5,000. So, we enjoy reading your emails at jfkhideout.com. They don't seem very positive today, though. Uh, uh, for me, they do, but... <laughs> you know what? Speaking of being Mo, let me, I know we wanted to get into the whole the whole teen sex thing, the virginity stories. May I stop for one second, though? Mm-hmm. J-Dubs, and quiz you for a brief moment, if I may. You said one of the Moest things that I've ever heard. What's that? And it was during the Ron and Fez show. Was it when I said, uh... During the commercial break. Don't try. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff. You've said a lot of stuff. I'm a big mo. I'm on the gay side. We need to feel the gay. I am the gay American. I remember when you said that one in front of all these people. Tommy. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, we're down, I'm downstairs and it's during the smoke break and I walk outside. And you're like, whoa, whoa, what the hell? What the hell's going on? It just so happened that I shaved my mustache. I still have the big, long goatee, but I decided to trim it up a little bit because I have beautiful, luscious LL Cool J lips, ladies. And I decided to go ahead and uh, let them show. Uh, Michael Jackson would refer to them as Bee Stung. Or uh, some people call them DSLs. I am a gay American. So you automatically were like, I don't like it. I don't. I don't like it. I don't. I want to know from the listeners real fast, 866-277-4969. Mow or no, here it is, real quick, a uh, spontaneous mow or no commenting on another man's facial hair, especially the immediate, I don't like it, I don't like it, I, I don't, don't like it. I, and I'll tell you why. It throws me off. Looking across the, the council and seeing a face that I don't recognize... And trying to flow with them like I have for the last year and a half, it's kind of hard. Now, you've known me for four years. It's really hard. You've known me for four years, and the whole time I have had a mustache or a goatee. Well, at one one time, you shaved it all, I remember. Did I? Yeah. You looked like a big baby. You looked like Sid. <laughs> looked like fat baby. Mm-hmm. I, uh, Sid, did you even notice? I did immediately, and it's because... Since you shave up top, that's the only hair on your face, and it stands out a lot. Right. So when you shave off the mustache, you look like a completely different person. Mo or no, 866-277-4969. looks like a gay biker. Now, is it bad? Does it look wrong? It looks different than what I'm used to. How yeah. could you comment? Mo, it's a real, it's a mo or no. No, it's not. It's not mo. For you to say, I don't like it, I don't like I it. I don't. You spazzed out in front of Ron. I, I was did. ashamed of you. I did. J-Dub's cat, you're in the hideout. More or no? Meow, meow, meow. No, you look like a bald butt now. Meow, meow, meow. All right. Your cat's always going to side with you. Mustang, you're in the hideout. More or no? Uh, yeah, I'm saying mo. Why? Uh, I don't know. It just sounds kind of gay. It just 
to comment right away at him. Then to comment and to say I don't like, I don't like. I don't. Why didn't you why didn't you give me a little warning? A little heads up would have been nice. Do I need to call you and say, Hey, I'm thinking about changing my look? Yes. And I'll tell you no, don't. You look badass. Right. Ow! What the hell is that? All right, when you get a haircut and somebody says, you know, immediately, I like your haircut, that's not Mo. That's, you know what that is? That's being kind, all right? That is, you know what, I, I'm going to comment on the fact that this person did it. And so, hey, you got a haircut, looks good, all right? You I'm... immediately wigging out as if you were my girlfriend seeing it for the first time. I don't like it. I, feel I don't like, like I, it. I feel like I kind of am. It came from the heart. It came from right here. I said that, my chest. Oddball. I think you should shave the eyebrows, too. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. That would be badass. I'd look scary, man. You know what I look like? You need to, because you aren't. I look like LL Cool J with a goatee. No, you don't. You don't look anything close. All muscular. I'll say you look tougher with the mustache. You think so? I yeah. I think you look tougher with it. You know, I do look younger, though. I Wouldn't you have to say I look like I've lost about five years? Yeah. Five years. Yeah, I'm yeah. 20, or maybe not, but maybe three, 23. Yeah, I can, I can see 23. Well, the mustache made you look 34. So. All right, so when it all comes down to it, beat it. <laughs> you lost 11. Congratulations. Mikey Boy, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, hey guys, I, I think it's sort of borderline gay that uh, that he said that in the first place, but now when he's going on about you should have called me first, should have called me first. That's really mo. Yeah, it is. It's I hey, I need the permission. You don't need my permission. You need to give me a heads up so I don't freak out. You can do whatever you want. My mustache. You can do whatever you want. Just check in a little bit. Check in every once in a while. I'm not going to stop you. I just want to know where you're at. Look, it's unanimous. I don't even need to take any more. My of these cat said it was fine. I don't even need to I... take any more. All right, you have a cat, and you're commenting on my facial hair, whether or not you like it. What is that? Is your mom going to dress you in the morning? I know. No, he can he can wear whatever he wants. Jerseys to work. Let me he can wear it wherever he wants. He can cut his hair however he wants. Just give me a little heads up. Give me a little loving. So you don't clash with him? You make sure you guys match? Well, that that has been a problem before. When we get free shirts, the next day we'll be wearing way. them. <laughs> we'll come in here in our Rev 9 shirts, thinking this is going to be badass. Uh, yeah, it's not, because we match. And sometimes we'll, like, skip a day just in case, like, one person is wearing the same shirt, and then the next day we're wearing it anyway. We're connected, bro. Exactly. And that's why you have to call me before you All start right, doing that stuff. stupid. No. I mean, seriously. It's a great look, though. You know what it kind of look like, other than LL Cool J? Vin Diesel. No. <laughs> Vin Diesel with a goatee. Come and see it at Coyote Ugly, ladies. And the other one, too, this one's being uh, even more for real. Have you ever seen the scorpion? No, the, the mummy. Yeah. The evil guy in that? Looks like that guy as well. <laughs> Why are you picking all these buff people? That's me! No, it's not. I was, I'm, look, man. I, I'm sitting in my uh, I'm sitting in my uh, restroom in my bathroom, and I because um, from the from the chest up I look good, a buff chest, nice shoulders. I just shave. You do. Stop. Now you're just flattering me. It'll get me everywhere. And I start making in the face, making faces in the mirror like I'm a badass. I do that all the time. My girlfriend catches me every time. I'll be like, I give it the. The thousand yard stare, like I'm, I'm looking through stuff. Right. And then more and more, I'll look and I'll be like, Yeah, I'm getting that linebacker bill. And then I always, I look in the mirror and I always wonder, Why can't I take a picture like this? 
I look great right now. Why can I never be caught in this moment? And here's the thing. I'm telling you, chicks are going to like this. How about with this? We'll go around tomorrow because we're going to be we're going to be here during the day tomorrow. We'll go around tomorrow and we'll ask all the ladies if they like this better. Yeah, do me a favor. What? Just for the rest of the night. What? Let me draw in. No. Come on. <laughs> no. Come on. Not going to draw in a mustache. It's not going to happen. Look, you're funny, and the whole Mo thing's funny. You're not drawing a mustache on. Me. I need to. Heckler, you're in the hideout. At least a Hitler one. No. Hey, uh... So what do you, you say? You shave your mustache and you still have your goatee, or is yeah, it he, just, he just has the chin hair. Yeah, it looks oh. badass. Thank you. Would you. Do you refer to that Hefe as your man juice catcher? Oh, right. you guys left or no, what? I don't. <laughs> Dick Dickow, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hi, this is Dick Dickow. Yes. Um, I would say Mo all the way. Thank you. I, I really don't mind it when he says it. For some reason, I think it's fine. Look, man. Let me draw it in. <laughs> you draw the goatee on my face. No, just the mustache. You already got the chin. It's not going to happen. First of all, that means that you have to touch me no, and touch my face. Just the penthouse. Do you know how close you are going to be to me? And you know how close your hand is going to be to me? It's, dude, it's not going to happen. Those DSLs. Look, how about we do this? Halloween goddess says that she's got some hair, real mustache hair, some spirit gum. She can fix it before the tidy, coyote ugly September 10th. Oh, no. I need to draw it now. I'm looking at you now. Cicada. I'll draw it so Dubs doesn't have to. No, you're yeah. not touching me after I had to I'll allow him to. Not only that, I'll hold the pen with my mouth. <laughs> yes. I think we got the new thing in the Olympics tonight. <laughs> what do you think, Epe? Look, how did this go from you being, you know, moish and commenting on whether or not you like my facial hair to Cicada drawing it in with a Sharpie with his mouth? Hey, you you brought around this weird corner. I'm just following the bet. Go ahead, Cicada. He's all ready. All right, look, here's the thing. <laughs> we can do this if you allow me to punch you in the back of the neck. All right. You know what? A bunch of hot dogs are going to fly out the sides when you do that. Would you like me to spit the tobacco out first? So I'll ask that. No, I'll make it more manly. <laughs> Bring back thoughts of baseball. I can't believe we're doing this. Why? This is the stupidest thing <laughs> ever. Why? I think it's funny. What do we get out of this? Me being comfortable. What? Because you're off? I am. I'm really off right now looking at that. You're going to look at somebody with goddamn Sharpie sprawled all over their face. I think that'd be more comfortable. This will be more gradual, and I like that. Tomorrow, we'll just draw, like, half the mustache in. Then the next day, it's all gone. It's only happening tonight. Maybe tomorrow, we could do a shade of gray or something. Yeah, I like that. Just lighten it up a bit. I really don't want you touching me, Cicada. He's not going to be in my mouth. No, it's not going to be in your mouth. All right, God damn it! Why do I do anything for this show? Am I the because host? we're straight and we like <laughs> chicks? I can't even say it with a straight face. How do you continually top yourself? What? Well, you look how it's gonna look. As he bobs his head. All right, come here. Come here, you big lug. Sit down. Hold on, let me get some music. Sit on my lap. 
Let me consult some people first. 866-277-4969. Hello? Did we do this? Why not? Because it's really, really mild. Have you heard the rest of the show? Right. <laughs> You're right. Why not just go with it? All right, come over hey, here, Cicada. Don't fight it. Stop just, it. Stop that. It's okay to like it. <laughs> this doesn't mean you're bad. It doesn't mean you're going to hell. This means you don't follow the norm. You know what it is? You know what's, you know what's odd about this? What? Is I'm backed into a corner now with big fat Cicada standing over me with the Sharpie in his mouth. And like you know a cigar. You're feeling a tingle. And that's natural. I can rub your back while I do it if it makes no. you feel better. Tommy can. Do we have the camera? Bad monkeys are already telling me, get pictures, get pictures. All right, get over here. <laughs> this is so disgusting. You sit there, okay? Hey, he's the artist. <laughs> All right, why this music? This isn't good music. This is getting you in the mood. <laughs> this is so disgusting. Come on, man. We can't do one night where we're talking something cool, Petro. Don't be gay, man. Just do it. <laughs> I swear, if that, <laughs> if that pin drops, okay, if the pin drops and somehow we make contact, I will hurt you. I will hurt you. Why are you being so homophobic? You're going to show up. I've never known this side of you. You're going to show up to Blockbuster as he spits his true. You're going to show up to Blockbuster with a broken nose. I think you should be topless like in every other picture he's in. Yes, uh, said you should be topless. No, no. <laughs> take, no. Take your pants off. I can't. Dude, take your pants off. Nice, nice guy, Kyle Oddball. Take your shirt off. It's hard enough. See what this is? Oh, it's hard enough, he said. Because you keep on waiting too long. The, the right, hurry up. <laughs> God damn it. And you sure you want him to sit down while I do this? No, stand up because you could get eagerly. No, man, no. Take your pants off. No. All right, let's Drop go. Hurry up, hurry up. You do not touch me. You cannot touch me except for with that pen. All right. You're being so homophobic right now. I'm so disappointed. I'm so disgusted. You're so close to me. You pig. Hurry up, hurry up. Hurry up. Get over there. Get down. Get down? Hey. What? All right, you're done. Oh wow, that that's that's sexy. That's nice. I hate you. I you're, Christ, I hate you. You're so gay. I'm punch you in the back of the come here. Right. Do you have me? Why you got my Papa Boyle now? Why do you got a gay bash now? <laughs> Make yourself feel more straight. You're violated. I gotta beat you up. <laughs> Get down on your knees. <laughs> Turn around. You're gonna donkey punch him? No. <laughs> How does any? You're never gonna get a chick. Oh. <laughs> Come on, why'd you have to do it that hard? All he does is, all he wanted to do is get close to you. I to your friend. You know what? I don't like this show anymore. Why not? Because somehow I get violated. Oh, and I don't. No, I had to watch that gay stuff. Let's take. As a, a straight guy, I'm offended. <laughs> To take a break and come back. I'm going to go clean myself. <laughs> go wash up. And that's just your lap. Oh, beautiful. Let me see the picture. Now you need to... Where's the Sid picture? <laughs> that's okay. I have the Ricardo Montalban or the... Uh, 
the really I got a really bad mustache there. And by the way, I do look great. With that mustache, you look wonderful. It's the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout, featuring LFA and J-Dubs. I like to emotionally rape my customers. The Hideout, specializing in homoerotic humor. The Hideout. I'm a gay homosexual. I defy you to tell me there's something wrong with that. With LFA and J-Dubs on 106.7 WJFK. All right, welcome back into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe, and that is J-Dubs. The straight one. That's me. 866-277-4969. Uh, new poll on RadioHideout.com, along with the video of the dildo fencing from last Thursday's show, <laughs> which is the funniest thing I have ever seen. Um, which night tends to produce the strongest hideout shows? And then we've got Monday through Friday listed. Um, I always, I kind of wonder which, like, at what night do you think we're on the top of our game, J Dubs? I would say Wednesday. Ironically, Wednesday's next to last. Really? Yeah. Um, Friday in the lead. We tend to have pretty good Friday shows because it's the weekend. <laughs> Monday, surprisingly, is second uh, so far in the voting, and Sodomy Thursday comes in third. So Tuesday, according to... Is it labeled as Sodomy Thursday? People have uh, written in that it's Sodomy Thursday. Nice. So anyway, that's there. Also got an instant message. Other no, otherwise known as Fun Thursday. JFK Hideout at AOL.com using your AOL for broadband. Hey, Hefe, I'm stealing your missing shirt story and putting it in a movie script that I'm writing. Just wanted to let you know, 5,000. Well, right, don't them... say you're stealing it. Ask first. Yeah, tell them to call in. Who is that? Is that Sec? Sec 8? Or whatever it is? <clears throat> we don't want any high school film. Well, I don't care. I just want them to I, I just want them to call and get my permission before they put it in there. Because it's a great story. So um, go ahead and call, and then we'll go from there. Um, again, 866-277-4969. So before we got sidetracked by me getting ambushed uh, with you guys and drawing in the mustache, um, you remember, what was it, about a month ago? The state of Virginia has put up billboards um, basically saying, isn't she a little young? Sex with a minor, don't go there. So that's the new advertising campaign, apparently, that they're getting out. Because statutory rape is a big deal. I don't understand. Well, I, I guess in the uh, southern parts of Virginia, it must be a fairly common uh, thing going on. All right. Grace Sparks, the president of Pan, uh, Planned Parenthood Virginia, says studies show that the younger girls start having sex the older the partners tend to be if she starts at 11 or 12 her partner is likely a decade or older um well when you uh if you want ever want to go back and look at like any of your uh i know in michigan we can uh, go look in the in the files of uh, people arrested and incarcerated right i have a lot of people in my graduating class of high school that are in jail or on probation now for statutory rape, uh, those sexual crimes like that. I, who who looks at an 11 or 12 year old that way, especially if you're 21 ha. or 22? Tommy, Tommy, <coughs> really? I don't even know how you would even begin to even understand that or fathom that. I have a friend that uh, is very enticed 
by the younger ages. 11 and 12? Yeah. I mean, I even talked about how when I was at the water park, Schlitterbahn in Texas, that it wasn't, I mean, 13 through 23 look about the same. But 11 or 12 is just insane, knowing that their partners are usually a decade or older. That's just stupid. And apparently these things, the um, whole isn't she a little young sex with a minor don't go there, it's out. They're putting it on napkins, stickers, coasters, and matchbooks. Well, that's the... All over restaurants and bars where young men congregate. I'd love to get one of these if we have one of our listeners somewhere in the middle portion of Virginia or, or further south. What would be funny is you uh, write, a, write a, uh, uh, your number down for some 11 or 12-year-old on one of those napkins. Call me sometime, baby. Is that funny? Silly. Just kind of ironic. It's awful. Ironic, ironic maybe. Alex, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up? What's going Yo. on? Bro? Y'all kick ass. Thank you. Outstanding. Thank you very much. <laughs> no problem. What else is going on? Uh, not much. I'm just uh, in Maryland from uh, Louisiana. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for listening, bro. Hey, do they have this problem in Louisiana? Uh, What's that? 11-12-year-old uh, 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 chicks having sex with guys that are 21, 22? Um, yeah, a lot, but not as much as up here as I hear. Huh, I wonder what that is. You Thank know you. what? Thanks, Alex. The funny thing is, Sid would be dying to get an 11-year-old, I think. I, I don't even want to joke about that. That's not even cool. No, I'm just saying... Now, there's a middle school right across my house. All right, go away. A lot I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Go away. It's not even funny. I'm turning off your mic. I've gotten a few it, your mic is off. The mic is off. That's not funny. It's disturbing. Or fun. How do you even joke about that? I don't know. He's a sick young man. And he was the one that was so close to me as well. That damn Sharpie. Um, here's the other thing, too. They also got this thing on the website. Just kind of getting you up to date on what's going on here. The website campaign urges guys to speak up. If your buddy is involved with a girl, and you know it's not right, it gets kind of weird when he brings her to parties. Oh, yeah. I had a friend. <laughs> I had a friend. He was 21 or 22. I think he was 22 at the time. Dating a 16-year-old. Got me to go on a blind date. <laughs> no. And he's like, no, it's her older sister. She's 18. I'm like, all right, I'll go on the blind date. Nothing happened. I swear to God, nothing happened. Yeah, I believe you. And uh, later on, probably like five or six months down the road, he was high. And he's like, dude, you know that chick we went on a blind date with? I'm like, yeah. He's like, she was 15. No. I mean, I didn't even come close to touching her because I knew. I just looked at her and knew. Not 18. I even said to him, yeah, she does look a little young, man. He's like, no, she's 18. Don't worry about it, bro. So your buddy tricked you into going into a bl- uh, on a blind date with a 15-year-old. How old were you? I was 19. That's not so bad. Not, not terribly bad, but even at 19, yeah, I thought you that know. was a little oogie. You were even weird going out with an 18-year-old. When 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 you figured it was an 18-year-old, yeah. and then when you actually met her and you figured she was younger. Yeah. What do you guys do? Uh, we went to... Did you go back roading in Fowlerville? No, no, we went out to uh, East Lansing to a pool hall. Isn't that always the best when you're under 21 and the only thing you can do is go to one? It's usually one of those under 21 pool halls, pool halls where you can't even drink. Yeah. You just sit there and you can smoke and play pool. Nah, I did a lot of smoke. And it was like 24 hours. 
So you're there at 4.30 in the morning playing it, pool with a 15-year-old. You're such a creepy old man. And you know what one it was? It was the one right down the road from the station. Oh, you're so disgusted. You remember that yeah, one where Quasi worked at yeah. for a little while? That's the one. It was It was this place that used to be one of those... Um, it used to be a uh, Goodwill. Yeah, that's what it was. You're right. It was a Goodwill. And what it had, it had a, the whole front of the store, which turned into a uh, billiards place. Right was all glass, so you could see right into it driving in. And you could always see, you know, like the older uh, the older guys hanging out and just high school girls wearing braces in there, too. And everybody was excited when Freebird came on the jukebox. It was great. Great place to hang out. When they played it on our old station, Q106. Mm -hmm. and so you're sitting there hanging out at that. Hey, what was the best place to hang out in high school when you did have the chance? Walmart. All right, see, I, you tell me these stories... And I just can't imagine kids hanging out at Walmart. It was great because we uh, we acquired... was it a super Walmart or a big Walmart, like a regular Walmart? And in, in in high school it was only a regular Walmart. What do you do? What you do is you acquire yourself a Walmart security jacket. Then you walk around there, <laughs> accusing people of stealing, <laughs> kick them out of the store, and you, you just you, you just f with people. It's great. And then maybe you walk around with a hard hat on and scream that there's falling prices. Just just stupid stuff. Just stupid stuff you do in high school. It was fun. Now, you wouldn't be able to get away with that now because you'd be impersonating a security guard. And so oh, you'd sure, go to jail. I'm sure we could have gone to jail then. How about we do it now and we videotape it? We were a big fan of uh, stealing, like, uh, official jackets, not, like, police official. Like, uh, my, my one friend stole... A Corona football jacket, one of the football teams oh, that, we played every year at right. high school. And uh, what he would do, he would go down there with the Corona football jacket on and act like the assistant coach. <laughs> and people, no one would say anything to him. He'd be grabbing people by the face mask, yelling at him. No one would say a goddamn thing. How do you have the, How do you have the cojones to do something I like that? I don't know. He, this guy had some major, major... Because you would figure that a coach would figure it out. Yeah, but they were, they were so enthralled with the actual game. Like, they were up on the sidelines watching the game the whole time. He's kind of standing back a little bit. Did he look like a high school kid? No. Uh, actually, he was older than us. Oh. And so he's hanging out with the high school kids. Well, I hung out with a lot of older people. Buying you beer? Mm, not at that time. He was he was only like 20, and I was 18. At the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... <laughs> But it's 20 and still going to the high school football games, the away games at that. You know what? <laughs> right on the bus? <laughs> if he was able to sneak on the bus, that would have been the greatest. You know, another fun thing we always used to do in high school? We'd go to those pool halls. But this is like, you know, three or four years after high school. Wearing our varsity jackets. Let's say 1999 on them and it's 2002. You know, shooting a little stick. <laughs> would they laugh? Yeah. Now, you're there going there to get laughed at to be that rube. Yeah. Would they openly laugh at you guys? You could tell people were just looking at us, like, shaking their heads, and we'd be high-fiving each other. You know what? I feel like I missed out. Because growing up in the big city, growing up in Dallas, it seems like you probably had more fun in Fowlerville entertaining yourself well, in those we ways. We never really were in Fowlerville that much. We'd always go to surrounding cities. and That way nobody knew you. Yeah. Same with your 4-H uh, scam. Yeah which we heard about not too long ago. Basically, you pretending to be in one of these um, high school organizations yeah. and begging for money for a trip and then just pocketing it. Yeah, we... we it's got to be a felony. Oh, it's big time, but... Statue of limitations are out on that, Bobby.
Bill Millican, you're in the hideout on JFK. Cafe Dubs, Bill Millican, Baptist PI, how you doing? Outstanding, how are you tonight, sir? Excellent, listen, hypothetical. Would it violate my probation if I just got a job at an elementary school, like, say, a janitor or something? That's more of a question for my mom. I just want to know... How close is too close when it comes to the little girls? All right. That's, yes. Well, that violates. Good thing that you aren't worried about the little girls. The little boys have a problem with you. Yes, you violate. 866-277-4969. Along those same lines, though, uh, staying on the whole teen thing, um, this is interesting, too, that most parents think their kids never had sex. Well, the data shows that 50% are actually sexually active. So 84% of parents... Um, do not believe that their teenage children have ever had sex, but the data shows that almost 15% of 9th through 12th graders, ages 14 to 18, are sexually active. Um, did you ever lie to your parents about being a virgin or not being a virgin? Yeah, I, I let them on to believe that I wasn't a virgin anymore because I strategically placed a condom in my room after I had a study buddy over, and... It was purely studying going on there, but the condom led to different thoughts. So I, what I did, I just kind of threw it underneath the bed. We, I knew we were cleaning out the room the next day. I'm like, oops, sorry about that, Mom. Didn't mean for you to see that. Threw it away. All right. She's like, I know you, you're doing all these things now, and I want you to, you know, just, I'm, I'm glad you used that. I'm glad. I'm like, well, I just want to make you proud. How old were you? Uh, 16. Now, what about the chick? Was she hot? Was that part of it yeah. that she was kind of a hot girl? And so, well, like, if you're going to fake it. you well, wanna... I mean, it's my mom anyway. Who cares what I fake it about? You know, you've told me some stories, <laughs> Dubs, about how your sister's cheerleading crew couldn't come over to your place anymore to practice because you used to grope them in the morning? Yes, when... I was an ass grabber. Morning, noon, and night. <clears throat> and now, how? when did you lose your virginity? 19. You're a winner. You're a winner in every sense of the word. <laughs> Aaron, you're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK with the hideout. Hey, guys, I got a couple theories on this uh, whole underage uh Young girls looking good deal. I'm sure you do. Uh, one's the Flintstone factor. Which is? Uh, all the vitamins and better nutrition that's being pumped into kids these days. Yeah, we talked about this not too long ago, the steroids. I never figured it being Flintstone vitamins, though. That's an interesting theory. Well, we're all becoming more mature at a younger age, I think. More fatter. Right. And what else, Aaron? What's your other theory? The other's the forbidden apple. Yeah, I mean, that's part. But I I just don't understand how you, you look at an apple, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand how you look at an 11 or 12-year-old. It's not right. I don't understand how you look at anything. Six, seven, 18, maybe. Ah, uh, yeah. 18 is I okay. Could, I could look at 18. But you just you go any further, you know, you can't tell. And then you don't even know what's 18. That's just so stupid. Um, I'm going to take a wild guess. Sharif? Hello. Sheriff? Sharif. Sharifa. Hold on, we'll see if you're still there. 866-277-4969. Now, so you lied to your mom yeah. about not being a virgin. Did you ever kick any lies to your friends, or did all your friends no, ever know? No, my friends always knew my background. See, I did once when I, went to, when I was in high school. All right, so I've told you about the summer of 95. 
when I got real suicidal when I had an apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't stay at the apartment anymore, so I, had to, I went ahead and went and lived with my mom for about two weeks who lived in Houston. Then I went and stayed with my dad in El Paso for like another two weeks. And I came back uh, from, to high school telling the story of how I, because I was a virgin going into senior year, which is just, that's unheard of. And I, and I know it sounds odd, but to be a virgin going into your senior year of high school as a dude, that's tough. You know what I mean? Because all your buddies have been doing it, you know, and so there's this pressure, and I hadn't done it yet. I hadn't met the right woman. Sure. So I made one up in El Paso. I made up this elaborate story. <laughs> I made up this elaborate story. Sorry. Of, all right, so I'm in El Paso, and my dad was real cool at the time, and he'd take me out for beers. Even though I was like 17 or 18, he really would. Yeah. We'd go and we'd have a beer. I didn't live with him anymore. I hadn't lived with him for a couple of years. And so I made up the story of I met this chick in a bar, and I told her that I was playing baseball at El Paso Community College, and that I was just about to start, and I was highly recruited at other schools, but since my family's in El Paso, I wanted to stay in El Paso and play baseball. How long were you thinking this story out? So I said, you know, I didn't get to nail it right there because I was with my dad. But I told her that I was actually with my coach on a recruiting trip. Now, mind you, it's it's community college. Did she buy it? Well, no, did it, none of it was real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I started to buy it. So anyway, I told my buddies all this happened and that we exchanged numbers and that eventually I was able to hook up. I went over to her place. We had this nice night. She had a pool. So we made we made love in the <laughs> pool while looking at the beautiful El Paso Mountains. You're so gay. Why would you think of that gay story? Seriously. Why wouldn't you say, yeah, I, I found this chick, took her to the bathroom, the men's bathroom, shoved her head in the urinal, and just drove her through it? Because I needed it to be believable. No. They looked at you. They already know it's unbelievable. No. And by the, the back then, I, I looked like Josh Hartnick. I was a stud. Why were you having so much trouble finding the right girl? Now I look like Vin Diesel. The right girl is the one that would give up. Now I look back, I had plenty of opportunity. Sure you did. Now you spin another yarn. Keep on spinning them. You can't lie to me. I know your tricks. You don't think that would be romantic, though? Making love in an El Paso pool looking at the mountains? No. Nothing about Paso sexy or romantic. Hey, that's a great town, brother. Really? Yeah, it really is. It's a lot of fun. It's great because there are barely any white people, and I mean it. There are seriously very, very few white people. And that's great? Yes. I like to think of it as having. Sharif, or is it Sheriff? You're in the hideout. Uh, it's Sheriff, but I think Gee. the story would have been a little more romantic if she had mountains on herself. What? No, and I got you. All right. She was caring. I, I hear you. Go ahead. Anyway, um, I was just saying, uh, as, you know, to go along with the whole statutory rape thing, I think two things. One, I think with the advent of weed coming back so strong, and uh, I don't know if you heard on, I guess they were saying on CNN or whatever, that when girls or, or teenagers who smoke pot generally are more susceptible, or, you know, are generally more likely to have sex. Actually, I saw that. That's the other part of this study that I have, too, where it says, more than likely, the the kids who are having sex in that in those high school years are probably already doing some dope, have at least like um, smoking or doing alcohol, or, you know, drinking and stuff. 
See, I've, I've seen wrong that. With that though. I don't think so either. I don't know. I mean, it's I mean, all part of going through high school. You get high. Of, they don't want you to and grow up anymore. I got high as hell in high school, and I never got laid, so I don't think there's any uh, correlation. Well, you're, uh, well, you have less options. And, I mean, sure. well, you look at it like a you're girl enough. who would lower her, lower her values enough to start doing dope. Not that you have to lower your values. but Yeah, you do. Well, well yeah, you, you do. really don't. Sure you well, do. You kind of do. I mean, if you if you, I mean if you really don't care that much about yourself, and you know what, those girls who don't do dope or I'm with you on that, or uh, drink in high school, they go fuck wild in college. Now that is true, and those are the fun ones to watch because I uh, going to South Carolina Prairie High School, I ended up going to Texas Tech with a few chicks who uh, were from my high school who were straight laced. Mm -hmm. And you're right, man. Those girls get out, they go to college. It's the freshman year. They were they were at the top of the class in high school. But they get to school, man. They finally get a little taste of the of the alcohol and the sex for the first time. Nothing else matters. There was this one girl who was, you know, the straight laced. She might as well have been like a Mormon type girl, you know, in uh, high school. She sang a, this big long song she wrote for that during graduation about how much she'd miss everybody from high school. One year later, she's on her back having three babies in a trailer with some forty-five year old. Beautiful. I love hearing those stories. <laughs> you love it when the people on top fall. Oh, yeah. Especially those people who look down at you all the way through high school. What are you pointing at me for? No, I'm I'm pointing to get into the moment. You act like I'm one of those people. You were. Dope, Ed. I guarantee you looked at everybody like that. Never touched a drug a day in my life. Not a once. And look at you now. Beautiful, like Vin Diesel. You should have gotten high. I kind of wish I had. But now I almost... Let's go, let's go do it after the... Under the no. Road. Get high, man. Really? Yeah. You got some? I got some excedrins. We can snort those up. <laughs> we can crush some excedrins and snort them. That's, that's the strongest thing I do now is excedrin. I do a lot of it. I still got that absinthe at home. <sighs> you scared to touch it? I kind of am, man. I'm afraid I'll wig out a little bit. Whatever, though. Fitz, you're in the hideout. What's up, Happy? What's up, bro? Hey, Dubs, how you doing? Yo. Hey, uh, Happy, I got a major problem with you right now, man. Why is that? You, you're making up chicks in El Paso. You, you know, you're starting to sound like a, a certain guy. I know. What's his name? Uh, Bateman? Making up chicks? All right, look, here's the thing, man. Honestly, I was in high school, and I didn't want to go into my senior year with the story of a virgin. And why? And look, it was foolproof. It sounded plausible. My dad takes me to a bar. I meet a chick. I make up a great lie. We end up hooking up once uh, underneath the beautiful stars of El Paso. It makes sense. I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> you remember what? Making it up? Where, when did you make it up? When did you decide, oh, great, I'm going to go make this up to my friends? Did you do it on the fly? Or were you in El Paso thinking, you know what? I can make up a chick out here, Look, here and no one would ever know. All right, you, want, you want the honest truth of it? Yeah. All summer long. <laughs> I had seriously, all summer long, I had lived in that apartment, and I couldn't get my girlfriend at the time to come over and finally hit it. And so everybody knew that, and I had told everybody that, and I had left. So when leaving, I had to make, I knew that I needed to come up with some sort of a badass story because I was the guy in high school who had an apartment to himself. Mm -hmm. And couldn't get laid. Now, it wasn't my fault. It was because I was sure. with the prude of a chick. I swear to you, man. I swear. So, anyway. I don't believe you anymore. 
So anyway, I'm thinking, once I leave, like the moment that I leave Arlington for Houston to yeah. stay with my mom for two weeks, I'm thinking, I've got to get laid in this next month before school starts. It's not going to happen, but i got to come up with something plausible. Well, I don't do anything in Houston. I do nothing happen. But I go to El Paso. The the mysticism of it, the the um the sexy Latino, you know, Latinaness of it, mm-hmm. it became plausible. So that in El Paso, I got late, and then I come back, and it, first day of school, everybody's talking about how summer was. You know, the first day of school, you're just getting your schedule. Yeah. You know, you're not really doing anything. I got everybody around me. I'm like, you guys thought you had a great summer? Check out me. And I tell them the story, and I'm a god. Now, a how, god. what was their reactions? Were they high-fiving, or were they like, oh, I say, yeah. No. They were not. Everybody. Yeah. Okay. First, were they shooting their guns up in the air? No. This is in Grand Prairie, Texas. No. dancing around a hat, just giving you a big celebration? No, it wasn't like that. Target. I don't know where that came from. I didn't even really have any Mexican <laughs> friends in high school. Nor do I now. If you're Mexican and want to be my friend, 866-277-4969. Puerto Ricans and Cubans, stay home. Um, but yeah, man. And I was a bad at Look, dude. And to their day, to this day, everybody in high school thinks that's the way I lost my virginity. I think we keep it that way. I don't think there's any reason to... Uh, to go off with that. Does the ex know that? Uh, Did yeah. you break down and tell her? Yeah, I had to tell that one the truth. Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was something that can't hold that lie forever. <laughs> but at least not to her. Did, did, she, what, was she, did she think that, you know... That what? Did she know when... Because your ex was the first person... Yeah, do we have did, to get into that? Did she know that she wasn't the fir- was the first person when she actually- yeah okay yeah I, I told her okay because I, I didn't know if you told her at that time though if you- that was part of sealing the deal <laughs> why am I looking like a loser today <laughs> what do you want cicada I'll snort tums I'll them off it's snort your last them. week you want to do any stump possible don't you yes do you think trying to pull a demo tape or something I don't understand you do you think he could uh, snort tums and be okay yeah. All right, crush him off. We'll do it in the next break. Not that we at all encourage this, but he's a grown man and he brought it to us. Ingesting is just not a smart way to go. All right, well, then never mind. Dub says no. We'll do it during the break for our own fun. Yeah. All right. Shmoo, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up? Uncle Dub's on F.A. All right, come on. What's up? Oh, that was a Ron and Fez callback. Just kidding. Mm -hmm. I hear you. Um, um, Look. Yeah, about the guy that called a minute ago. He was saying that girls had to lower themselves yeah, if they wanted to, if they wanted to, you know, experiment a little bit when they were younger. Right. Uh, there's nothing lowering yourself about that. That's totally natural. Yeah, every, about doing dope every, or having sex, both. Uh, yes, yes. Experimentation. You're supposed to live life, right? Yeah. But I think he was talking about sex. Uh, and no, he actually, I think he was talking about yeah, the drugs. Yeah, I think he was talking about dope. Well, he, he tied the two together. Thank you, DCR TV, Dave. That's schmoo. Oh, okay. not Dave. <laughs> um, all right, we're getting this um, on the AOL for Broadband Insta Messenger. Al says, Dubs is the man. I want to be him when I grow up. <laughs> X says, you're a pedophile, Hefe. <laughs> and Mustang says, I work at Taco Bell. Does that count? Hmm. 
I'm telling you, you know what? Now that I think about it, that was a great story. I had forgotten about that. <laughs> Stud. Did you ever did you ever try to like when you were a virgin, did you ever try to imagine the first time and what it would be like? And uh, like no, I spent too much time like actually trying to get to that first time. But I didn't even think about what I would do when it became that first time, you know? I used to plan it out. Like even like a woman. Like a woman planning out her marriage. I'm gonna lay her down underneath the stars. Dude, that was great. In the pool. Staring at those. The pool of love. Those El Paso mountains. <laughs> Shady, you're on WJFK with the hideout. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo. All right, I'm going to tell you, it up to, to my opinion, I'm in high school now. I lost my virginity at age 15. Whether go who give it up to anybody, but I ain't going to go into that. Yeah. I can tell you this now. Half this, 90% of our schools are on drugs, and 90% of our schools already had sex. This is complete crap. And I can guarantee you, half of them girls lost to the older guys, 19, 20, and 21. They don't give a you know, damn. You know what the big thing was in high school? Yeah. For us, it was the seniors, the senior guys, yeah. would always date the freshman chick. Well, that's the way it is. Yeah, that's how it is school. out here, too. Yeah. yeah, I hear you. All right, thanks, Shady, man. All right, man. And that's why it's stupid for parents to think, nah, my kid, my high school kid isn't having sex. It wasn't always funny, like, the, the couple girls, that their parents wouldn't let them date seniors. And it's kind of smart, actually, because they were in high school once too, and they they dated the senior. They got they lost their first uh, time to a senior who uh, just made fun of them to all, all their friends for the rest of the year. Yeah, <laughs> pointing in the cafeteria. Well, a lot of chicks now have the one plus rule, where you can only one plus or minus one rule, where you either got to be in the grade, a grade above, or a grade below, but they don't go any further than that. Yeah, keeping out that won't last. No. That senior. Uh, uh, machismo. Heckler, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, uh, first off, I'd like to say that I agree with that guy about the uh, Flintstone theory, because Pebbles was hot. She was. But anyways, uh, I called because, uh, Dubs, you are the man, and uh, I came up with the uh, top five ways that uh, you can tell the Hefe's a mo. Okay. Okay, number one. we got to take a break. <clears throat> number one, when Hefe gets excited, he makes a high-pitched girly squeal. Mm, you do. It's because I don't smoke or drink whiskey. That's why. Let's do it. Okay, number two, Pepe longs for the physical man contact he gets in his adult baseball league slash men's dating service. All right, no, well, that, I know. All right, I play catcher. Okay, and number three, Pepe's <laughs> extremely sensitive like the other Moes and females. No, that's not true. I, what, I'm in touch with my sensitive side. Whatever. Chicks Come dig on, that. Man. Chicks dig it, dude. Dubs is normal. You're a freaking moment. Okay, number four. <laughs> Pepe grooms his man juice touching goatee like the other boys. I stop that. And then number five, the last and lastly, I was told that Hepe was gay when I was banging his fat cow mom. All right. And she would know. Let's take a break. Why? I mean, seriously. If I were, which I am not, what would it matter? I love when you throw out these hypotheticals. What would it matter? If I were, I'm not saying I am. How about this? If I were to come out of the closet, which I'm not gonna, <laughs> well, you're just gonna stay in there. <laughs> what are you gonna do there, buddy? Because there's no need. You're folding clothes. What are you doing? Get out of there. <laughs> would it matter? Would it change the dynamic of the show? No, actually, I think it would make it more fun. Actually, I think it'd make it really creepy. Yeah, it probably. If would. either one of us were really gay and all the stuff we do, it'd make it really creepy. Be a whole other connotation to the hideout. Yeah, so why don't you just stay in there then? Hmm. I'm going to 
I'm uncomfortable now. <laughs> it's going to break. Here's the thing. <laughs> we're very oddly going to go to break, and we're going to pretend like this whole break never happened. I'm going to go cry in the shower. Quick break. Hello, you're on the air. Pepe, Bill Milliken, hypothetical. If you were homosexual, would you have sex with Cicada? Hypothetically, would you have sex with Cicada? No. I'm sure that hurt his feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break and we'll come back. It's the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Entertaining more men than DuPont Circle. Okay, just don't get it in my eye. Hideout. Come in the hideout. I realize you've heard us say this before, but because this is an election year, I have to say it again. Think for yourself. Hideout 106.7 WJFK. It is a Monday night. We are live. And uh, thank you for joining us so far. It's been fun. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you. Good times. Um, 866-277-4969. We pay for the phone calls, so you may as well use those phone numbers. Also, again, reminding you on a programming note, it is a short couple of weeks. Yeah, two weeks in a row. Redskins on Friday nights. So because of that... Um, obviously, no show on Friday. I'll, however, I will be around with my new best friend, Charles Mann. He and I closer than Dubs. In fact, I see him just as much as, much as I see you, Jay Dubs. That's odd. Um, but anyway, that should be a lot of fun. Also, uh, new polls on RadioHideout.com. Which night tends to produce the strongest hideout shows? And the video of Cicada and Pimp Juice and the dildo fencing is up as well. And that is funny. I mean, it's just really, really funny. I mean, not even... Because, honestly, it has nothing to do with us. That's just funny to watch. Um, how many uh, minutes of uh, video do we have up there so far? We have a lot of video going up there. You know what? Actually, in the video section, there's a lot of stuff. There's the Sideshow Jesus versus Hellboy. Um, there's Sideshow Brittany. There's the Evil Terrorist Fairy Shiloh versus Fairy Lady. There's You Eating... God, I forgot about You Eating the Cicadas that's on there. Then there's also, too, the origin of the Cicada Boy. Uh, not Sid Cicada, but Cicada. Yeah. Um, the guy who came in and would do anything for the tickets to the Hideout Festival. That was at RFK. But a great show that night. Intern Alex Corolla and sniffing the toilet paper. And now the dildo fencing. So there's a lot of stuff on there. Yeah. I guess the goal at some point is, I mean, there's no need to put out a video if we've got it on the Internet. But, you know, it would be nice just to put it on DVD format. Right. Just give it out. Bad Monkey could do that for us. Yeah, because I would love just to have it so I could just pop in the DVD player and watch it all the way through one time. Once the website's gone. Or maybe send out to other uh, radio stations. Yeah, never know. 866-277-4969. And also the email, jfkhideout at AOL.com. All right, so here's the thing. You know I'm a political junkie. I could talk politics all day. Mm -hmm. As sports, and for, we don't delve into those too much in the hideout. 
I want to play a really quick thing. We only have two hours. It's kind of, you know, we have to make room for the gay. Right. <laughs> Agree or disagree, Dub? Okay. Um, Pat Buchanan, former presidential candidate, has put out a new book, or he's going to. He's a Republican as well. Right. Where the Right Went Wrong, How Neoconservatism Subverted the Reagan Revolution and Hijacked the Bush Presidency. Okay? So there's some quotes that I got off of the judge report. And I'm not a Pat Buchanan guy, especially not in his early stuff that he did. But at the same time, too, lately, I found myself agreeing with him a little bit more because he seems like the kind of Republican who's kind of stayed true to what the original conservatism was about. Or maybe even you got to respect someone who will stick to his gun. Right. You know, no matter what, he is who he is. And I think it's because he's not in any sort of an office. Yeah. You know? So I'm just going to read out a couple of these quotes, okay? And I want you to decide whether or not you would agree or disagree with this statement. All right? Uh, Very simple. And you can actually play along at home if you want to. On conservatives and conservatism, the Beltway right has entered into a civil civil union with Big Brother. Do you believe that? I can can buy that to a point. Yeah, I mean, it, it hasn't fully gone to that end do you think, by starting that way. Now, I wouldn't even lay this so much in the right. Wouldn't you say that as a whole? Yeah. I mean, just politicians have sold their soul to corporations? Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that without the corporations, they have no campaign. And that's what's so odd. We're in such a weird thing. We can't get out of it now. No. Oh, we're, uh, we're so deep. We're stuck in a nasty system where it's only two parties, and because there only are those two parties, because they're getting all the money, it's, t- it's tough for the third-party candidate to get in, I, I almost say impossible at this point. That's why you don't see. Uh, that's why you're not going to see any change, and that's why pretty much everybody has the same thoughts and ideas because they're getting paid by the same people. You know what I mean? It's all. It's everybody. I mean, everybody has lobbyists. This company, Viacom, has lobbyists. Uh, you know, so it's all out there. All right, here's another one. Um, this is on the war in Iraq. Listening to the neoconservatives, Bush invaded Iraq, united the Arab world against us, isolated us from Europe, and fulfilled to the letter Bin Laden's prophecy as to what we were about. We won the war in three weeks, and we may have lost the Islamic world for an entire generation. You buy that one? Would you agree or disagree with him on that quote? Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, the the emotional damage we've put over there far surpasses what what we've done in like just uh just bombing the place. And it's funny this is coming from Buchanan, uh, you know, attacking Bush on this. Here's just a couple more of these, not too much. I just wanted to see if you agree or disagree with this stuff. Um on the war on terrorism. America's enemy in this in the Islamic world is not a state we can crush or sanctions with sanctions or an enemy we can defeat with force of arms. The enemy is a cause, a movement, an idea. That's what I've always found so funny about having a war on terrorism. You're not going to win a war on terrorism. It's the same as what they've done before with the war on drugs. They started that as well. And how do you, how do you theoretically have a war that you know is impossible to win? To declare war on something like the idea of terrorism. Yeah, you can't start wars on ideas. You can't start wars on, uh, on something you can't touch. You know, you can't grab it. You can't you can't do anything to it. And finally, on Congress and the Supreme Court, the dirty little secret is that Congress no longer wants the accountability that goes with the wielding of power. And this all goes back, too, to um, people not being 
want not being accountable. And more than that, they don't want to have a record. You know what I mean? So they're afraid to come out against certain things, like writing the blank check on the war, not asking the proper questions. And even as far as other things, too, when it comes to, like, maybe welfare reform and stuff like that. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there because I found it odd because you and I are pretty liberal dudes. But we read this stuff from I, um, Buchanan. I find myself being just very left lately, not even liberal. Just very left. Like, anything that Kerry says, I think, yeah, great guy. Anything that uh, Bush says, I think, douchebag. I'm, I'm trying to be honest with you right now. I'm finding myself to be a very... Uh, democratic left wing guy. Would you even say democratic though? Well, I mean, I'm so fed up with the system. I'm, that's just where I'm finding myself. I find uh, Kerry making a lot of sense to me when I don't even really understand him. <laughs> you know, but he's making sense. He's a good guy. You know what? <laughs> no, he's not. Hey, I love him. You know what? In fact, I'm trying to book someone for the show. Um, John Kerry is a douchebag, but vote for him anyway. Dot com or something like that. I know someone who's doing the website or, you know, that has an N. And so I'm trying to get Tommy to book us this guy because that just wraps up my sentiment perfectly. You know what I mean? I think he's a great guy. I don't think he's a douchebag at all. I'd still I, vote for him. I think he's a stand-up individual, and uh, he's never said one thing that I didn't agree with. John Kerry is a douchebag, but I'm voting for him anyways, dot com. <laughs> so uh, I think may, hopefully we'll have that guy on before the end of the week. Um, Jimmy, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, Hefe? What's up, though? Yep. Yo, man, um, on Route 50, right before you get to Seven Corners, coming from the city, there's this light, in, uh, uh, sorry, not light, a camera by, at the light. And it's so hard that you roll down the hill coming from Seven Corners, and if a guy's sitting there waiting to take a left, he automatically gets a ticket because he hits the red light if you go through on a little, little bit of yellow at the end. It's, it's set up to take the courtesy out of driving. I'm not understanding though. Are you, are you? I mean, what's the point with that though? Are you worried that some like there's this conspiracy or something or what? Well, cameras up everywhere. They're they're always watching. It's sickening, and then of course oh, they you know. Control. Do you worry about that, Big Brother man? Because I mean, everything I is on videotape. I don't worry about that as much as what I saw this weekend at Giant over in Falls Church. What happened outside there? They have uh, three uh, uh, telephone booths. You know, three payphones. On each payphone, there's a sticker. This phone is being tapped by the U.S. government, and uh, you know, for, uh, it just uh, goes to explain because of the Patriot Act. All three phones are being tapped. Wow. Yeah, I never saw that before. That kind of just—I was like, I was really taken back by that. Okay, what's the point, though? I mean, do you have to notify that it's being tapped? I think so. I think you have to notify it's being tapped. So, I mean, what's the, I don't even understand what the point of that would be then, because I don't think if the terrorists saw that, they would use that phone, would they? I don't think so, but, I mean, I guess it's just kind of getting it out there that you never know when you're going to be listened to, you know? You don't know when someone's calling you from a phone and if that phone's being tapped. Let me ask you something. I know I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm a nut. Do you ever find yourself watching what you say now on cell phones? No. I did when they first came out, because I heard a lot of stories. In the, you know. Well, remember our, our old engineer, um, Lark? Yeah, Larky. He had one of these um, little things. Oh yeah. Where we oh, would God. we would sit in the engineering room and listen to other people's conversations on cell phones. Yeah, they would. Uh, one time we heard this one, uh, cell phone conversation about a, a guy uh, 
having sex in the shower with this chick and everything, and he was kind of making fun of her about it. And that was no. back in what? That was like two or three years ago. Remember, remember how uh, they they had these uh, those uh, commercials? I think it was on E during the Stern show of things those little transmitters you could buy. And what I had was just a neighbor sitting there listening to his uh, <laughs> you know to his uh, neighbor's conversation. Oh man, Mike, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, actually, uh, one of my neighbors actually had one of those things. They used to pick up your wireless phone reception or whatever. Yeah. Listen to your crap. Anyway, um, uh, kind of on the subject, I don't know if you guys ever re remember, but like two or three years back, the FBI was calling like all the Internet service providers and telling them they had to put something called the carnivore sniffer on their Internet so right. that everything you do could be monitored as you go onto the Internet. And that's the other thing, man. I just... And not that I have anything specifically that I would say. I, I don't. Yeah. But I like I don't type anything anymore. I don't. Uh, I don't say any stuff. Anything on cell phones anymore. Like I don't know. I just. It, I, you just constantly feel like you're being watched. I'm like, eh, you know what? I'll just say it on the radio. Yeah. That you know that that way I I said it. There it was. It was out on the air. We got tape. Uh, Brandon, you're on the hideout on JFK. What's up, bro? Um, how you doing? Yeah. I think you can't fight the war on terrorism with just guns and bombs and stuff like that but you can win the war of ideas you said you couldn't win because impossible. Uh, but the way bush is going about it is wrong because you can't just kill every terrorist and no one and i think brandon's right and there was a caller during the ron official that had it straight on we never look at cause and effect the effect is terrorism it's out there it's yeah. the same thing with gangs but we never look to see why does it happen. It, it'll happen no matter what. No, it, I'm a, telling you. It's like we won the war, like we won the communist war, we didn't actually win it with bombs. We didn't bomb Russia until it was out of existence. Right. I mean, it's still there. They're still winning medals, some of them. You know? No, I think you're right on. We just, we never look at the big picture. We never like to take a step back and look, why do they hate us? Why is there, t why are people willing to blow themselves up? Because I'm telling you, it's not completely because they're extremist views and their and their uh, their view of Islam. Absolutely. It's because they hate freedom. A no. lot of them. Uh, <laughs> it's because they don't have any options. A lot of them are actually professionals. They're not uh, just poor people from. Oh yeah, the outer reaches. A lot nowhere. of them are very very uh, wealthy and uh, very successful. But again, they're smart too. They all like all of them have attended college. Like, but know. here's here's my point. I always equate the terrorists. To gangs, because to me it's it's the same structure almost. Mm -hmm. Why do you get into it? And a lot of times there's something that is you don't join a gang if you don't have to. It confuses fear with respect. Right. Exactly. Hey, thanks, Brandon, man. Good call. Right. Or respect with fear. I don't know. It's all the same. Whatever. It's all silly. And we're just I don't know, man. We're just floating through, dude. And I just wonder what's gonna happen. What's gonna happen in uh you know, in three months, four months. Hey, let's take a couple more calls. Radio Barbecue, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up? Hey, two quick things to keep the momentum going here, please. Please. <laughs> uh, first thing is uh, Dick Dickow is going to make you forget all about your man crush on Steve Nash. All right. And number two, what kind of hangers do you prefer, wired or wood? Wood. In your closet. All right. <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything that we were talking about. Do you notice I purposely went to politics to get away from the most stuff? 
I felt like I needed to cleanse myself. Yeah, but it always comes full circle. It does, sadly. Heckler, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, girls. I wasn't going to call back, but uh, I'll speak about the Big Brother thing. You know, they got these uh, computer, I guess, chips in the cars now. It's almost in every manufacturer that they're built in. It tells if you're in an accident... They can use that against you in court. That's already been done. Oh, yeah. They'll tell you how fast your car was going. Like little black and boxes, kind of, for right, uh, cars? Black box technology, right. See so how fast you're going, whether you're wearing your seatbelt and all mm -hmm. that. Stuff. Everything's hooked up to a sensor on there, and if you are doing one of those things wrong, they can go back and check that box. Do you ever long for the days and maybe think, man, you know what, born just a little bit too late? Nah, I think everybody does that, every generation. If I was like my dad's age, because you could have had the, the wild wildness of the 70s and the sex. You know what? The, into the 80s. What's sad is great the, economy the, in the, ne 90s. the next generation is going to feel the same way about us. If there is a next generation. Yes, it Beta. I heard Mo, so I came running. I just wanted to say my wood is completely out of the closet. Hey, um... Do you notice it stinks when he comes in here? It does. It smells like, I don't have know. Have you showered this weekend? Like a fire pit. I did. I showered right before I came in tonight. What, did you shower with firewood? Toilet water. Oh, that's right. That's what it is. You smell like Tony the Engineer. <laughs> the bad parts. My head stings. <laughs> Get out of here. You're so dirty. Final call. Carl Face here in the hideout. What's up, man? Hey, how you guys doing, my brother? What's up, bro? Uh, I had a political comment about what you're talking about. Although, before I ask... Have you had a chance to listen to Lutard's show yet? The no, one? I haven't. Uh, try it, man. It's really good. Anyhow, uh, it's, it's not a war against terrorism. Everybody's too afraid to call it what it is. That's like calling World War II a war against bombs and missiles. Terrorism is a weapon. It's a war against radical Islam, and people are too p uh, politically correct to call it what it is. Or maybe even a war against brown people. Oh, yeah. Well, perhaps. That's next. All right. Thanks, buddy. Take it easy. And, um, hey, no, I'm not. You know, that's one war I'll jump on the bandwagon for. That's all you. You've been fighting that war since 84. Oh, yeah. You and your mom growing up in the Ville. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we done for tonight. That's it for your hide. Man, the show moved faster. It did. It seemed like we were just getting started. It just seemed like we were just getting gay. The gay was just getting rolling. All right, we're out. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000.
blame the gay American. I'm on the gay side. I'm on the gay side. I'm on the gay side. We apologize for the homosexual content of this last scene. We now join this fiercely heterosexual sketch already in progress. Hi, this is Troy Aikman. Hey, you tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J-Dub. This is Brad Smooth, Washington Redskins. I be smacking my holes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my holes. I be smacking my holes. I be smacking my holes. Not interested. Hi, Sam.